Notice we have new songbooks. This is part of, uh, this is our new liturgical year. This is, we could say, that we, I could wish you all a happy new year, because this, at least from the church standpoint, this is the first day of the new liturgical year. And with these new books, I think it might be helpful to take a look at them. So I'm going to ask you to pick up your book and open it up to the front page, and you'll see it says, Breaking Bread with Readings and Daily Mass Propers 2024. So this will take us through Thanksgiving Day next year. And there's some things I want to point out in it. The first part is you'll notice it says the order of Mass. And, and I want to say, to especially to our candidates and catechumens, it can be intimidating walking into a Catholic church and trying to figure out people are sitting and standing and kneeling and then the priest says this and they say that and you think, what am I supposed to be doing here? Well, this order of Mass hopefully can help you. And so that's the first number of pages, is, is walking us through the Mass, the different parts. And one of the things I like about it, uh, the last couple of years, they've included the Eucharistic prayers, the prayers that the priest says with the bread and wine through the power of the Holy Spirit to become the body and blood of Jesus. And there's some beautiful formation, formulations of that prayer. So that's all in that order of Mass. Now, I'm going to jump ahead now to um, where it says additional rites and prayers. And at the bottom of that, it says prayers, page 331. Now, this is one of those areas, maybe you've discovered this, maybe not. But from pages 331 through 337, there's a number of different prayers. And I think that it's good when you come to church you know, we come before Mass starts, and you might want to spend some time in private prayer. You may have some things you want to say to God or, or listen to God, but sometimes it's helpful to have other uh, already formulated prayers to kind of help our own prayer life. So that's a, a set of them there, 331 to 337. Now, you'll notice after that it says hymns and songs. Well, I guess that's appropriate if it's a songbook, isn't it? And uh, so this is very helpful. We got our choir here, which is wonderful, but I don't want to just hear the choir alone. I want to hear everybody sing, and I don't care what you think your voice sounds like. It's not. You do it for the praise and worship of God. So let God know. Sing with your voice. That's all part of our worship. Uh, so I encourage you to follow along with the songs, and often the lyrics of the songs are, are kind of another way of expressing our faith. And so I find the lyrics can be pretty powerful too. Okay? Now, you'll see that most of this uh, front page is devoted to the scripture readings, and it tells you where to look up. So, for example, we are right now, the first Sunday of Advent, December 3rd, it says, turn to page 31. So turn to page 31, please. And you'll see on page 31, it's got the first reading that we heard. And if you turn to page 32, and I find this is helpful, it has the responsorial psalm. Now, our choir just led us in singing the responsorial psalm, and then we're supposed to do the refrain. We sing that. Now, I have a very short memory at times, and I sometimes forget what the refrain is. Well, if I got my page open here, I can follow right along, okay? So that, I think, can be useful in our doing our part with the responsorial psalm. 
Now, on the bottom, you see the gospel. And we, you see the gospel of Mark. Our lectionary for the Sunday readings is on a three-year cycle. Last year, we had who? Who was our main gospel last year? Matthew. Matthew. Who is going to be our main gospel next year? Luke. Luke is next year. Well, kind of, all right, anyway. Yes, so, but Mark is who we're at now, all right? Mark is from now through Thanksgiving. We're going to be hearing from Mark, but the Mark, Gospel of Mark is the shortest of the four Gospels, and so some of this year will be supplemented by readings from the Gospel of John. And so if you're thinking about what books of the Bible you might like to read this next year, I would really encourage you to read both the Gospel of Mark and the Gospel of John because that will help you as we, as we pray together as a community at Mass. Okay? And over the course of a three-year lectionary cycle, we'll hear a good portion of scriptures okay? by coming to listen to the readings and preparing. You'll hear a good portion of scriptures. If you want to hear even more, come to the daily Masses because from Monday through Saturday, we have readings for the daily, and that's on a two-year cycle. So we'll get even more of scripture that way. All right, now let's look specifically at this passage from Mark today. In the very first part, it says, Jesus said to his disciples, be watchful, be alert. You do not know when the time will come. Okay, if you look this up, this is from Mark chapter 13. That whole chapter is, divided, is, is devoted to what might be called the end times. Uh, the final coming of Jesus to the earth. And uh, it's something to ponder. And it might be that we don't know the day or the hour. We know that it will come sometime. We don't know when. Uh, For all of us, though, we know that our time of earth on earth will come to an end. I want to tell you that to prepare for my homily, I always start Monday morning. I start looking at the readings. So I was reading this reading Monday morning about Jesus said, be watchful, be alert. You do not know when the time will come. Well, I had a meeting in Flint Monday, so I I got in my car and I turned on to Saginaw, and all of a sudden there's this big vehicle that's just barreling right directly at me. And I thought, oh my gosh, has my time come? And I laid on my horn and they kind of woke up and they kind of veered away and got where they were supposed to be. Okay, so we don't know, all right? It's good to be prepared. And, and what does it mean to be prepared? Okay, well, that's again, we're coming to Mass. Uh, we kind of end every, we're starting a new liturgical year. Well, every liturgical year ends by talking about the end times and the readings from the last few weeks. Remember we had the wise and foolish virgins, the, the wise ones brought the extra oil. And, and we said, what does that oil stand for? Well, we, we said it stood for, some many thought, it's for doing good deeds or for uh, following God's will. That's how we put oil into our lamps. And you remember last Sunday's gospel. Deacon Bob, you got a clue on that one? Okay, Matthew 25. Yes, yes. He preached last week, so I knew he'd know. <laughs> But that, that's the final judgment scene when it says when the Son of Man comes in his glory, he'll separate them from the sheep and the goats. And the question that's going to be asked, whatever you did for the least of my brother or sister, you did for me. 
those who are hungry, those who are thirsty, those who are naked, those who are a stranger or sick or in prison. Um, how do we see Jesus in the guise of the poor and the vulnerable? So those are the ways that Jesus is letting us know. Be watchful, be alert, be prepared by the way that we live our lives. And we need reminders of that. At the same time, I want to say, sometimes I encounter people, they get kind of anxious about it. And especially sometimes when maybe your people are preparing for their own death and they're, they're worried. And I think that's where sometimes it's good to be reassured uh, of God's love and God's mercy. And a, and a beautiful prayer, I think, to remind us of that can be found on page 26 in your book. So you can turn to page 26. And you'll see on page 26, we've got the Lord's Prayer that we all pray together. And then right after the Lord's Prayer, there's a prayer that the presider says. And I think it's a great prayer for every Mass, but I think it's also one that might be useful for us in times of anxiety or concern. It's deliver us, Lord, when we, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And so we await the Lord's coming with hope. Okay? This word Advent, the season of Advent that we have just begun, the word Advent, it means arrival. And for us, it means the arrival of Jesus, Jesus coming into our lives. And, and we really observe Advent in three ways. The first way with Jesus coming is Jesus coming at the end of time or, or at the end of our life. That's, and again, if, if, if we're watchful and alert, uh, we can wait in joyful hope for the coming of our Savior. The second way I want to comment on is this is the time of year when we prepare to celebrate the birth of our Savior. We, we prepare to celebrate Christmas, and many of us are running around doing this and doing that with cards and gifts and all the rest as a way to help us celebrate the birth of Jesus. And it is. It's that great mystery of God chooses to become one of us out of love for us. The Word became flesh. This is a good time in the midst of everything else to remember. Jesus is the reason for the season. We just had our uh, Christmas bazaar yesterday, and we had people all over, our school halls and downstairs and all the rest. One of the things that I like that we do as a parish is that we open up the church, and we have the lights on, and we invite people to come in, and, and if they want to sit, and I happened to be over in the church yesterday, and there was this family here taking a little time out from the shopping. And, you know, one of the things about our church, is it decorated for Christmas? No, no. no it's not. No, because we're not in the Christmas no. season. We'll get there, but we're not there yet. Uh, it's decorated very simply. You've got the purple <coughs> on. Servers, you've got your purple ropes on there. Um, and we've got our Advent wreath. 
That's our countdown, isn't it? Our countdown to Christmas. We're in the first Sunday of Advent, so we got one candle lit each week. We'll get closer and closer to Christmas. It's a reminder of that this is the season to prepare our hearts to be able to, when we, on Christmas Day, we can celebrate with, with thanksgiving for what God has done for us. So that's the second way that we celebrate the coming of Christ at Advent is preparing for his birth. The third way, I would say, is Advent is a special time when we focus on how does Jesus come into our life each day? Are we awake or asleep to his presence? I think a really good way to begin each day is to pray, Lord, how might I encounter you in the people I meet today? And then to end each day, Lord, how were you present to me today? Was I watchful and alert for your presence? May you have a blessed Advent. May you be able to wait in joyful hope for the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. <coughs>